Hi and welcome to another episode of Startup Stories, where I interview the best and brightest startup founders and experts so you can be ahead of the curve with your own startup venture. This episode is part of our expert series in which we interview experts in the startup and business ecosystem like investors and lawyers. Today, I'm excited to share with you an interview my partner and I did with David Hook, Managing Director at Ringier Digital Ventures, the corporate investment fund of the international media group Ringier. In our conversation, we cover many of the questions we asked ourselves as founders when it comes to investors, like what are the most important factors for investors to invest in our startup? How many customers do we need to have before contacting investors? And if an investor is interested, what happens then? We loved sitting down with David and getting honest answers from a professional investor, which is why I'm super excited to share this episode with you today. Enjoy! Thank you, David, for joining us today on on our podcast, for taking the time. This is um, one of our first investors' interviews, so very exciting um, to have you on our expert series. And yeah, we'd like to jump right in and ask you a bit about uh, Ringier Digital Ventures. Uh, Ventures. Yeah. Ventures. Um, what do you do? What is it all about? And what is your role in, in all that construct? Okay, um, I think the easiest question is uh, my role. Um, I'm one of the co-founders and uh, managing director or managing partner at Ringia Digital Ventures. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for the business. <laughs> and uh, what we're doing is we're doing early stage venture capital investments. That's for Ringier. Um, Ringier is um, our single investor, but we're doing not strategic investments. It's a, a a big question um, when we talk about corporate venturing, uh, which we're often, um, uh, or a term which is often used nowadays, um, um, we decided to return on investment-driven corporate venturing. So our uh, main KPI is return on investment and not mm. bringing early-stage companies under control of Ringier, uh, right. majority investment. Um, and um, so we're, we're acting like a classical venture fund, but use the advantages of a well-diversified media company. So Ringier is active not only in publishing, often we, we think about Ringier's Blick and Schweizer uh, Industrierte, but Ringier is much more. Uh, Ringier is nowadays um, a publishing company in, in different countries not only in Switzerland, in Africa, in Eastern Europe, in parts of Asia, uh, but also an entertainment company with radio stations, with ticketing, with sports tracks, with events. And last but not least, um, uh, with the digital part. So Rignier is active with in more than 20 countries with uh, classified activities in the top three sectors. This is jobs, this is um, uh, properties, and this is... Uh, um, cars or mobility and we use the knowledge we use the reach and invested in our startups um and and that's what we're doing right is there is there any it just comes to mind okay so if you're not strategic you can theoretically invest in anything Um, no right that's my first question (laughs) is there some kind of a focus yeah Um, we have 
we, we, we invest in, in B2C, um, internet and mobile companies. Mm -hmm. So that's really a, a, a broad scope. Um, uh, we shrink it down uh, in terms of business model. We like uh, marketplaces in the B2C area. Um, we like um, um, direct-to-consumer brands um, um, and we like underlying technologies which support these two business models. This, this is the, 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 the the framework we're working in um, or investing in um, and when we look right now at our portfolio I would say 80 or 70 to 80 percent is marketplace mm -hmm. uh, we have a little bit of underlying technologies uh, and the rest is direct to consumer um, e-commerce yeah. and and this is what we're looking for and we usually jump in around series A stage so sometimes a little bit earlier sometimes a little bit later but this is our sweet spot um, I looked at the numbers before 70% um, of our money was invested um, in, in series A yeah. uh, or from first time investment is 70% in series A yeah what amounts are you are we talking about series um, A Switzerland it uh, what well, or our chunk of the series A is, yeah, yeah. is between 500k and 1 million. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's okay. the typical amount we invest. Um, sometimes it happens that a little bit less, uh, but not often more. We try to follow um, um, in, in series B and series C if possible uh, to yeah. avoid dilution, yeah. uh, but overall according to our guidelines, investment guidelines, we're not allowed to invest more than 10% uh, yeah. of the total volume of our fund yeah. um, into one case. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, but you also support startups with other things than just money, you said, right? Yeah, so... You mentioned reach. Like, can you show in an example? How yeah, the, so we have two currencies. Uh, we have on the one hand side, the, the hard cash, and on the other hand, we have the media for equity part. So we combine uh, usually our investments. Um, one part is, 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 is net media. Uh, this is the media for equity part and the other part is cash. Because we believe on the one hand side, a young company needs hard cash to pay employees, uh, um, um, techies and so on and so forth. Uh, but on the other hand, they rely heavily on performance marketing, which is absolutely fine and a must, uh, but often um, um, we forget the classical media. Mm -hmm. um, um, and uh, we try to offer attractive packages um, um, to our portfolio company and get instead of cash uh, shares of it. Um, um, of the company and, and that's what we are doing as well. Um, we are often very close to our companies. We are on the board, board observer, um, work um, sometimes on a daily basis with them, not on an operational level, but on a strategic level. But uh, uh, when a, a funding round is coming up or, or difficult decisions um, in terms of, of strategy, uh, we're very close. And sometimes we, we also get the knowledge from, from the Rene portfolio. So, for example, from a scout group, from a job cloud group, from uh, whatever, 
um, maybe we need know-how about Africa, so we, we ask our colleagues in Africa or Eastern Europe, and so on and so forth. And uh, this is a value add which not every investor can offer. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I hope the, the, the entrepreneurs like that offering, uh, but it's not not only in 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 my opinion to judge that. So the 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 entrepreneurs need also to test us to 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 have an opinion about us and we do the same with them so and luckily um uh, over the last four years uh, 19 um, companies said yes to us yeah and we said yes to them so yeah um, i i mean i totally see the the value of traditional marketing as well and you know building a brand is super important but yeah. it's so hard to measure you know it's so you so you have this we give you equity and you give us media attention. Yeah. But how do you measure, you know, if that was a fair de deal or... Uh, we we try like to, to measure everything what we are doing. The hardest is in print. Yeah. That's also the reason why we... I wouldn't... Say, or I would say print isn't um, the, 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 the least used product we have. Yeah. Uh, but we measure uh, in, usually in the checkout process. Um, um, do you know us from radio, um, uh, from newspaper, and so on and so forth? Yeah. And uh, we have performance-based products um, um, which are only available uh, for our portfolio companies, yeah. um, where it's on on a on a, on a click uh, on a, on a click uh, pay-per-click. Um, yeah. Uh, model um, and and you can also measure uh, from display ads if you like that we had also pay per lead model yeah. uh, with the scout group and so on so we try to make it measurable um, as good as we can of course um, it's harder uh, than a classical performance marketing yeah so let's say there's a startup who catches your attention yeah. what's the What's the process? What's the first thing you do? And and then maybe afterwards we can talk a little bit about the due diligence process. Yeah. What do you as an investor look look into? So uh, first of all, uh, we need to get in touch. <laughs> that's, right. that's, uh, that's the most important thing. Um, we see 1,500 to 2,000 investment opportunities per year. 90% is inbound deal flow. Um, this means uh, through our network, uh, through co-investors, through Ringier, through our um, email address, which is on the website, uh, and so on and so forth. The other 10% is really when we, when we see a trend in the market and, and we go out and contact possible investment targets and uh, with the message, hey, we want to we wanna get in touch with you and, and learn what you're doing and uh, maybe there's a possibility that we invest. Yeah. Um, so these are the two ways we get in touch with each other. Then uh, the, 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 we look at the pitch deck, mm -hmm. classical work, uh, going through the pitch deck, um, do a screening. Um, mm -hmm. We screen uh, along a, a fixed process. Um, uh, we look at the team. We mm -hmm. look at the technology, the product. Um, we look at the market. We look at the competition. And we look at uh, the finance part, so uh, KPIs and, um, um, and financial performance and equity story. Yeah. 
Um, these are the, the five screening matrices we uh, matrices we, 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 we use and then we discuss in, in internally um, if we want to move forward or not. Mm. And, and moving forward would mean uh, we dig deeper. Um, this is not a full due diligence, uh, but really uh, a learning and, and, and do meetings with the team. Sometimes we do a call, a call earlier and, and so on and so forth. It mm. depends also what type of material they delivered, who made the contact and so on. Yeah. This right. is the first step. So this is all based on, so yeah, you get the pitch deck and you get most of that from there. Yeah, of course, we Google around, yeah. uh, um, are the numbers feasible uh, about the market size, um, um, are there more competitors out there, or uh, is there really no one, um, are the differentiation factors correctly mentioned in yeah. the pitch deck, um, so basic Google, uh, Google research. Yeah. Um, which could be done in a, in, a, in a good amount of time. So if we would dig deep in every case we get on the table, um, we would be lost. Yeah. Um, uh, this is not um, um, doable. We're a team of three. Yeah, the, this is a process sometimes we, we, we sort out very fast mm -hmm. with the risk that we miss something. But this, the, the risk is always here. Um, uh, the Hall of Fame, the deals you, you haven't done, which get successful, is always bigger than the one you have done. Yeah. That's part of our game. Um, but uh, um, yeah, we hope that we, that we get most out of our screen. Yeah. Do, how important are the topics of you know, problem-solution fit, product market fit, um, do you test specifically for that or do you have like, okay, this, they have a little bit of traction, so yeah, that's we'll, good. Uh, of course, we'll look at, 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 at the, the, the product market fit, which ends up in traction and, and KPI. So we look mm -hmm. at that. Um, um, we look also, uh, is there really a problem um, in the market and, and how is it solved? Mm -hmm. Because when you have, uh, a solution and you need to create a problem around it, it's always more difficult and more expensive. Um, um, and, but at the end of the day, especially in the early stage phase, um, I, I still believe it's also um, still an art um, to do um, 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 good investments than it's a pure science. Um, because over time, the KPIs will change, mm. uh, for sure. But you need to understand uh, how good the KPIs are right now um, and how good can you improve or how easy and how far can you improve the KPIs over time. Mm. Uh, this is part of the due diligence. Yeah, but at, 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 at the very early stage, uh, of course, we talk about uh, a lot. Uh, VCs use technology, have super algorithms to identify the, the most successful startups. I, I, I do believe we can track 
data points, mm. but you need to in, to get the best out of it uh, because it's not always the truth. Because uh, over time the data points will change, yeah. and and you need to spend time or a lot of time with the team to get a certain feeling. If if you as an investor or if I as an investor believe that it's really this team which will make it, yeah. and and these are these are fundamentals um, when we talk about product market fit and especially the K, the underlying KPIs and so on. Yeah. So you talk about traction. And, yeah. And I mean, we're working on our on our startup, and it's always the question: how much traction is enough traction? Um, you know, and the questions came up, okay, how is it in software? How is it in hardware? How is it in B2B, B2C? Can you give us some, some examples of good traction and bad <laughs> traction? I, I, I can't give you a number. Yeah. Um, so you need to reach, I don't know, 100K turnover per year, whatever. Uh, this would be wrong. For us, we need to see that you you have the first KPIs. So in terms of customer, customer acquisition costs, um, GMV or turnover or whatever, and we we need to see that it, that that you improve these numbers over a certain period, and then we check what's the potential. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's for us a good traction that we see that you are able to improve, to grow, that you that that, that it's not we're buying us turnover th- through um, a very expensive customer acquisition and so on yeah. so uh, you need a healthy balance in your kpis um, you need to be able to show us that that you can um, scale these kpis or scale the numbers and and, and yeah. that's for us good traction and and it's harder um, to invest in a case which has in January, uh, top numbers. In February, bad numbers. In March, okay. And then uh, one month later, top, then bad, and so on and so forth. This is not uh, the case we're we're looking for because you have oh, every month a new surprise. Yeah. Um, so we, we really want to see that you that you work on 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 your traction and on your KPIs and. Um, that you understand the logic behind your business model. Sometimes we get business plans which are hard-coded and I need to write back, sorry, uh, I can't work with hard-coded financial business plans Mm -hmm. uh, because I want to see how you build your business plan. Do you understand your business model right? So if I invest in marketing, uh, for example, in in an e-commerce case, is my customer after the first uh, uh, purchase a positive on a CM margin two or not, and so on, and how you calculate that, and so on and so forth. These are the traction we are looking for, and the fundamentals you 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 have in, in your financial business plan, and and which also should represent your business model at the end of mm-hmm. the day. Gotta kind of first you gotta track it, and then you gotta. Show an improvement, yeah, and know why, you know which levels you can you can yeah 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 right. influence yeah you you need to know where do you have influence on your number and which in number influences another number yeah so if I spend more in marketing and it ends up with a higher um, customer acquisition cost 
but I have higher baskets at the end of the day because I target another uh, customer. customer group. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I just show I, I have more customers but with lower yeah. uh, baskets, it ends up in, in a lower lifetime value but uh, higher acquisition costs, yeah. that does not make sense. Um, and so we need to see the logic behind and you as a team need to understand your KPIs and your numbers and your drivers in your business model. It, it's mm. about the drivers. Sometimes we're missing that and, and, and that's an important part when, when, we, when we look at early stage investments. Yeah. You said sometimes we're missing that. Is there any or is there any mistake that you see founders do again and again and again? If you could, would say the biggest mistake <laughs> founders do that you see. It takes usually longer and it costs more. That's the biggest mistake uh, in business plan. Um, um, or what we see often is this, uh, that we have a calculation in the business uh, plan or in, in the financial planning with total wrong assumptions. Sometimes they do not know it better. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, but they need to learn quickly. Uh, maybe they have to do one or the other iteration. But often uh, uh, um, we forget that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And, and, uh, and when we look at the, the super successful examples, they started not when, they're, when they got famous. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, Airbnb, Uber, Google, you name it. They yeah. started a long time years or before, years yeah. before yeah. they got famous. And we noticed, oh, they're huge, they were super fast. Of course, in the overall um, um, adoption was super fast. Uh, but from a company perspective, yeah. uh, um, um, till they really hit it, uh, this, this super high growth phase and, 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 yeah. and got famous, they worked also a, a couple a of lot. years yeah. and, and a lot. And, and we often forget that and that, that's sometimes missing in the business plan. Yeah. Um, um, that, that it's, that it's uh, not a sprint, it's a marathon and, and it costs money, especially when you go international and, and uh, probably you're not the only player out there which has the same idea like you yeah. have. Mm. And it's about execution and, and good execution, know your numbers, know your business model um, and work hard every day. Yeah. Um, this, this long phase in the beginning is basically to come back to what we talked about before is the, the product market fit, finding yeah. that step, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. That's what can take. Can yeah, I mean, when you look at the, the Airbnb story, they changed the business model, not 100%, but the, 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 the reason why or, or the, 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 the big bang, why, why, why I should use Airbnb wasn't there. And, 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 um, and they started very little in one town and, and for one conference and exactly. so on. Yeah. Um, so they needed this time to find the right way. And, and yeah. uh, they, they, they haven't got a lot of money at that time. No. Uh, uh, barely nothing. I, I, I don't know if it's true. Uh, they, they lift off the different credit cards with uh, a, a, a different limits they had. So the more credit cards you had, the more uh, cash you had because every right. credit card had a 5k limit and, and so they lift out of that. 
I don't know if it's true, but it's a good story. But uh, <laughs> you're familiar to me. <laughs> but that that means so they they, they they went also through this phase of yeah. finding uh, everything uh, the, the the right product market fit and find um, the, the path through this jungle of of a marketplace, a two sided marketplace, and how can I scale it and mm. what. Uh, do my inventory wants what uh, do my customers want yeah. and so on and so forth the same is f for google at the beginning they they, they didn't have big uh, big money on their account and, and the biggest investors and 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 they they, they find someone uh, who believed in it and, and they worked through and, and so um, i think that's that's sometimes a, a mistake as it's hard to say it's a mistake but we want to show that we have good traction. We want to show we can scale fast and so on. And, and investors ask for that, uh, but also the investors to be to be uh, critical about ourselves. We, we we need also um, to be patient and and, mm. and and also tell us sometimes that it takes longer than 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 uh, we sometimes believe. Yeah, yeah but uh, otherwise. Uh, it's not always a classical mistake in 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 the in the decks we got. Of course, sometimes you have a big smile on your face when you read about certain ideas, but you never know. They they believed in it, uh, yeah. or they believe in it. Yeah. I don't. Maybe someone else is doing it. Good luck, and yeah. and uh, that's not the right fit between a startup and Rivia Digital Ventures. Yeah. And, and uh, that happens. Mm -hmm. that, that does not mean. That's very important. That really does not mean when you get it as an as a startup entrepreneur a no from a venture capital fund mm -hmm. um, that your idea is bad or your business model is bad or well uh, sometimes it doesn't fit with the stage they're investing in with the scope other things I don't know. Uh, could but, be a personal thing. Yeah, it could be a personal thing. Whatever, but. Uh, sometimes you see that's maybe a mistake. We see often that you get the, the, that you get this. I call it the window shoppers. Um, they see oh here is VC on the on the, on 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 the website and then they invest in in startups and they send us their business plans. It's but it's a business plan about uh, a biotech company. I'm very sorry. It's clearly written on our website that we do not invest in biotech. Yeah. So. Make an investor list, uh, make a short list and do not go out and, and send your business plan to every investor in the world um, uh, because uh, the, the probability that, uh, that most of them say no um, and you burn your name is pretty, pretty high. So uh, choose your, your favorite investor, try to get them and, and if it doesn't work out, uh, go to number two or maybe number three or build a consortium with number two and number three, whatever. Yeah. This is maybe a mistake, yeah. as I see often. So what should we as founder do to approach the first ones? What is a, what is a good strategy? Uh, so from my perspective or, or from, from, from an investor's perspective, the, the, the best deal flow is through our trusted network. Uh, because I know my friend XY will not send me any crap. Uh, because who's your friend? XY. <laughs> XY. No. XY. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, um, I got it. The, 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 do not send me uh, crap because he is burning his name as well. Uh, that works vice versa between investors. If you have someone in your network which knows us, for example, or another investor you want to approach, try to go through him um, because that gives you a, a, a portion of trust. I think it's totally uh, normal that a human uh, has uh, different uh, levels of trust um, at the beginning and the first impression counts also for our business and when you get a, a warm welcome introduction through a, a contact of us it's, that, that gives you just this little advantage. Or another one, another good way is maybe at the conference um, if you can catch them up. But basically, their uh, investors are busy and get approached from a lot of startups, and then you need to, to catch him um, in a couple of minutes or, or seconds, whatever. Um, the time frame there is, is very close. Um, so, uh, but if there uh, you have or if, if, if it works out that you, 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 you give him a good impression at, at the life check, the short life check, uh, the, I think this portion of trust is also here, mm -hmm. um, just from the face-to-face. -face. I think these are the, the, the two best ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, of course, you can, you can go through a cold call, an email, whatever, um, but uh, so we look at everything and we try to answer Every every entrepreneur's question or or, or, or or a possibility to invest, but I mean we're we're in the the overall game still in the worldwide game a small fund and a, yeah. and a small name. Uh, but if we talk about index venture, if we talk about you name it, Laystar and and Creandum yeah, uh, and Northstone and so on and so forth, uh, when we talk about the Euro names and then you have to the US. names and, yeah. they're even bigger yeah. i do not know if they really answer cold calls if mm. they even look at it yeah. uh, because they get so many yeah. so Huge. there you need to go through a through a contact yeah. Yeah. but it's funny um because they're doing a, a, a aggressive and good scouting um, mm. so yeah. I see often our portfolio companies at the very early stage get contacted from these big funds. Hey, we like to get in touch with you. Um, let's talk about uh, your business. It sounds interesting. So mm. they, they have really good scouting, really, yeah. really good scouting, like a, a big soccer team. Mm -hmm. um, um, <laughs> they have scouts everywhere. Yeah. And um, so our job is um, to select the good ones at the early stage and then um, try to bring him to one of these scouts and, 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 and bring him up to the bigger funds. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this is also part of our job that we're, we have good connections to the next stage funds. So we're not able to lead a Series B uh, nor a Series C. Yeah. Um, um, and so we need to hand it over to a new lead investor. And, and, and this is, I see it also as one of our jobs. Um, to have a good network there to open up doors. Yeah. Yeah. So it is probably a strategy as a founder to go to the smaller ones first, because there you yeah. get more open doors than just go straight to the big ones. Yeah, uh, sometimes uh, it, it's also possible to go straight to the big ones, but 
I think it's it's natural that you start with uh, the closer ones, um, with the, maybe the smaller ones. Maybe you get also there more attention um, 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 than uh, from the bigger funds, but usually the bigger funds have, have their multi-stage, so they have an early stage and, and okay. uh, an early stage team and and the startup stage team and the growth team and, and whatever. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, they they have the manpower um, and they have the money yeah. um, uh, and uh, the tendency is really the, the bigger getting bigger so we see this trend not only in terms of financing rounds also in fund sizes yeah. um, um, that the, the, the fund sizes are getting bigger right. not here in Switzerland but around us so the, so we need uh, we need to to be aware and of that fact and work on that, that we also have uh, bigger funds or at least a couple of more hundred million funds. So yeah. we're not there yet. Uh, also, yeah. we are not there. Um, uh, but to be to be competitive as a Swiss ecosystem, we need to, we need to do that. Yeah, and there's enough innovation going on in the country. Yeah, to invest in. Yeah, especially especially in the high tech area. Yeah. Biotech, really deep tech, ICT, um, com in in the internet and mobile B two C space, uh, we are not so good, I would mm. say, compared to other countries or on other startup hubs. Uh, but especially in deep tech, uh, I think where with ETH and 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 EPFL in the area of Boston with this with with this. Uh, whole biotech cluster. We have mm. very, very good surroundings to to have a fruitful ecosystem. But we need to keep our eyes open um, because uh, the, the other ecosystems are not sleeping. No, uh, not um, so. And uh, when we when we saw what happened in Berlin um, in quite a short period of time, uh, we can say about the summers. Uh, or everyone can say about the summers what they want, but they have done a lot for the German mm -hmm. ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, we see a good growing ecosystem in the north, in the Nordics. Um, uh, France is picking up around Paris. It's happening a lot, and and uh, for us also very close is Israel, which is super yeah, which active is big. Yeah. and, and yeah. big. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's interesting, especially for us as investor, which is not limited to Switzerland. We yeah. we can invest abroad, um, but the selection process is even harder. Yeah. You so you you probably see a lot of technologies that are not ready for the market or are not broadly adopted by the market. Is there one thing you've seen that is completely crazy? and that you think will, will change somehow the way we do something in the future? To be honest, uh, we do not see so often a lot of underlying technologies because mm -hmm. we're, we're not the, the fancy underlying technology investor. Um, yeah. But of course, uh, we see stuff, we, 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 we read about stuff. And, and um, we always talk about these this big hypes, uh, artificial intelligence, robotics, and so on and so forth. Yeah. For me, artificial intelligence is, is one of the biggest things I've ever seen, but it's also a bit um, a buzzword right now. So we're, we're not there yet 
according to my opinion, where we say we are or where we hope we are. Um, it takes also a, a couple of, 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 of months, maybe years to get there that it's really artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, right now it's often machine learning, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. We talk about AI, but it's, it's, it's machine learning. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, a, a good example is still uh, when we nowadays see a cat and someone tells us that's a cat, we know it's a cat. And I don't know how many times we have to show a computer from different perspective, different sizes, this could be a cat. Um, and so the difference are still big between really artificial intelligence like we humans have mm -hmm. or machine learning where yeah. we are right now. Of course, if the machine learn, learned it in the correct way, they may be faster, maybe more in detail, more correct in their decision, but the time to and learn to that, train that yeah. to train that is still yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think we have one last question mm -hmm. that we usually ask all our guests. Okay. And um, have you, or do you have a book or any, any type of other content that you've recently read and that you would recommend to, to entrepreneurs? I don't really recommend books or, or, or podcasts or, or blog posts, just one single episode or episode book or, or, yeah. or, or book or, or chapter or whatever I, I do believe there are a lot of interesting stories out there what I believe it's the most interesting and 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 uh, inspiring stuff maybe it's a book maybe it's a podcast is learning from successful entrepreneurs so yeah. when they talk about the learnings they have made yeah. It's also still very interesting for me. And uh, I watched this morning at the gym, and I listened. I listened to a, an interview of Daniel Ek, um, um, the founder of Spotify. Yeah. Um, uh, what 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 drove him to make Spotify, and what was the key learnings from doing Spotify, and in a time where 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 uh, piracy in the music industry was big. So yeah. so. He said the most important, most important thing I had to do is is building trust yeah. from a customer perspective, but also from a music industry perspective. So he had a two-sided marketplace, and uh, both sides were, or the market were, was on both sides really damaged. And yeah. and uh, so in this kind of of market environment you start to build a company so these learnings or or maybe from the, the, the google founders or facebook or also companies which fail i think these are the most interesting and inspiring stories and i often uh, look at, at, at interviews or, or or podcasts with really the founders yeah. of course there are some which do the, the marketing uh, yeah. stories yeah. but uh, um, um, a lot of them are quite open, um, yeah. um, and 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 yeah, that's also for me very interesting and and, and, and also an, an inspiration, and I can uh, learn a lot yeah. from these interviews, um, and then then reading just uh, theories and 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 
uh, and so on and so forth. But yeah. uh, of course, it's 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 a part of our jobs, especially to inform ourselves about uh, future trends, about future yeah. technologies and the possibilities of it. And and this is also something what what founders should do, but also learning from from the successful or or uh, founders and, and and some founders which. Uh, had fails, failures yeah. and failures. There's a lot of learnings in that. So there, there is a lot of learnings. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully with, with these learnings, um, uh, you, you avoid one or the other mistake. Yeah. This has happened to us. So we listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. and read a lot of books. Yeah. Um, podcasts, This Weekend Startups, Traction, Masters of Scale. So yeah. there's a lot of podcasts with yeah. interviews, that the one the one you mentioned as well. Yeah. And you you... You come really when you do it regularly. Yeah. You have situations in your day where, like, oh no, wait, this guy said something about this topic. Yeah. And now we interview founders, and that is so valuable because we can directly relate to that story. Yeah. You said, oh, he did it this way. Let's not do it that way because. Yeah. So I, it's it has been so helpful for us. I mean, also, and uh, for us, it's it, it, the interesting thing is we we invest a lot in marketplaces, so. And we have a, a, a good knowledge from the Rinia marketplaces, classifieds. Um, so uh, we learn what worked at Rinia, uh, we learn what worked in our portfolio, and we try to tell this to the, to the, the newer ones, the younger startups, yeah. that they do not fear these problems one more time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's so uh, important and saves a lot of money at the end of today. <laughs> well, yes. it, it, to to reduce it down, uh, it saves a lot of money and it saves time. Yeah. For me, it's totally okay to do a mistake, but doing it twice is not the best idea for an entrepreneur, but also for us as an investor. Yeah. Doing the same mistake twice with two different companies maybe we can avoid that yeah we yeah. really can avoid that yeah. through through a, a close uh, a close relationship with our portfolio companies yeah. Yeah. but sometimes uh, you do not have the chance to, to see the problems coming and, yeah. and, and sometimes it hits you because it's always different situations yeah yeah so but uh, definitely good advice learn from others who've done it before absolutely thank you so much for for your time and, Thank you and, and for sharing me and I uh, hope it was interesting to, for you and for all the listeners. So interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, um, if you have a good startup, please contact us. Uh, if you have questions, please contact us as well. Yes. Uh, we're, 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 we're happy um, uh, to help you or uh, to see at your, your, your pitches. Exactly. Uh, we'll leave all the links in the, in the show notes uh, there and then. You have the direct contact to xy at <laughs> 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 Thanks, Thanks. Thank you. That was it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Startup Stories. Make sure to check out the show notes with additional links at nerdentrepreneurs.com. And if you liked our podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Cheers.